All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. All right. Baby girl? Yes. All right. It sounds like we are up and running. Hold on. Let me go back to my phone. Let me make sure I can hear you perfectly. Oh, yep. Yeah, we are up and running. And you know what? Yes. And there's a timer. There's a timer. All right. So, we'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> as I cough and get my dog's dinner ready, quick introduction. <laughs> Everybody, this is my niece. Say hello, Hi. niece. All right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We've had some obstacles, but I've been dying to do this show for quite some time as I turn my microwave back on. But <laughs> this is my niece, and we're going to talk about some female issues because I'm a dude. She is not. I don't have Obviously. a vantage point on the world <laughs> that she does. And a quick lead in on this game is we had a talk a long time ago. Not long, a couple months ago. Not a lot. Like a month. Like a month. Enough. <laughs> well, it was enough. when Texas passed that ridiculous anti-abortion bill. Yeah. And we talked about it. And I was telling you how appalled and how offended I was and how disgusting it is. And he straight up said, it. basically, there's two people in this conversation. Only one of us is shocked. Because this is what women have been screaming about basically since forever. Yeah. And I did today's podcast where I bashed men because apparently women being full citizens some way, somehow strips us of our masculinity. Yeah. Now, I don't quite understand that crap, but <laughs> as a woman, I mean, how do you see this garbage? How, how is it that? And I'll tell you, so one of the things that was said, and this isn't just one person, this is sadly lots, that yeah. teaching gender equity some way, somehow, is stripping men of their masculinity. Jesus. How, how in the <laughs> hell? Well, I don't think Jesus got much to do with this, but how, is, <laughs> how do you see this? How is it that how teaching society, not just men? But teaching both men and women, how is that women are equal in every way, shape, or form? How is that a threat in any way, shape, or form on masculinity? I'm, I'm gonna be honest that that this is a question that just boggles my mind because I don't, I I I simply do not know because okay. I. Somehow, somehow, some way, we can go, like, public school will teach you about all the great things, you know, men do, you know, I, I mean, like, I've never been to public school, so I don't know, but I mean, like, you know, like, I've been taught, you know, about the greatness of Martin Luther King, and, you know, sure. you know, all these, like, great, cool men who have done cool things, and respectively, you know, should get their respect that they are deserved, but for some reason, when we flip that to, like, women, it's, Oh, now it's a threat. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. And then we also have to turn it into like, we somehow need to like dig up the bones in their closet and like present like, oh, well, they did this. Oh, but they did this. Oh, like, like, for example, Susan B. Anthony, who is a yes. huge 
icon iconic feminist right but she was Absolutely. very heavily against abortion um and every single woman who brings I up the men like to throw that out there and it's like okay yeah she was but you also have to look at historical context um susan anthony was around in the victorian era when having an abortion was extremely dangerous for women like it was really Mm. horrifyingly dangerous um so there's there's that and i just i find that kind of revolting that like we can't just like sit here and be like here's what these really cool badass women have done now shut the fuck up, you know. Like it's just, it boggles my mind of why why we're just so offended by that as a society, and why men have to constantly like prove their quote unquote righteousness. It just but that makes total uh, sense in that again, we're definitely keeping the focus on women, but it's yeah. kind of like the whole Martin Luther King yeah. discussion when people talk about the obvious good things that Martin Luther King accomplished. Mm-hmm. But when you want to bring up the, 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 the always go to is he cheated on his wife. Yeah. And you're like, wow, hold on. This dude sat here <laughs> and fought for equal rights for everyone. And all you can talk about is, and it is a fact that he cheated on his wife, but that's what you're going to focus on. <laughs> That's what we're going to focus Like, it's so irrelevant. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's really very, irrelevant. <laughs> very irrelevant. And yeah, Susan B., I didn't even know that. So here I am being taken to school by you again. But yes, everything Susan B. Anthony accomplished, and we're going to focus on the fact that she was anti abortion. But there's huge context. There is like huge you said, context. Because back then, yeah, yeah, abortion, like a pork sandwich. Okay. Jesus' days may kill you. <laughs> so yeah. no, I mean, keep going. That's that's some deep shit. Yeah, I I just I I personally I can't wrap my head around it, and I'm it's it even a thing within just. <sighs> my mom is calling my name currently. Oh. This is like a really horrible <laughs> time for this <laughs> to happen. Um. <laughs> Hold, please. Here, Robert, keep 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 the people entertained. I will be. Right I will back. keep the people entertained. I will okay. be right back. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I, I will be, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, gang, as my niece goes and <laughs> deals with her family stuff, it goes a little something like this from the guy with the penis's point of view. <laughs> it sounds kind of so far. Like, this is just a matter of uh, throwing dirt on accomplishments unnecessarily. Good things were done by Susan B. Anthony, but dot, dot, dot. Like, the dot, dot, dot absolutely matters at all whatsoever. But again, one thing that we're definitely going to hammer during this entire episode for however long it could last, because I'm learning how to do this shit is how is it that the, you know what this is like gang this is honestly the equivalent of what happened during the black lives matter movement again if you follow me on twitter you know how much that just effing ripped me a new asshole <laughs> because some way somehow this country turned black lives matter into fuck all white people <laughs> 
And it's like, how did we get to that point? Well, how did we flip this script? I mean, we're just that goddamn talented to where, again, all I want you to know is that my lives matter. And this country turned that into, well, I hate X people. And that's, that's not the case. And so if, if it's a matter of again, Black Lives Matter and you flip it to fuck all white people, it's the same energy as to where we sit here and be like, yo, you're the accomplices of women. Well, if a woman accomplishes X, how in the fuck does that take away from a dude accomplishing Y? And she's back. So my, my niece <laughs> is back. And so to fill her in, I was we're still going to hammer this home. But it was, how is it? It's, and I, I compared it to the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. some way, somehow, this country turned Black Lives Matter into fuck all white people. I, like, why, why is it oh that the accomplishments of white of women, sorry, I said white women, why is it the accomplishments <laughs> of women are being turned into Susie did X, that means Billy sucks ass. Yeah. Why, why? I'm going to be honest. It, no. It's male men okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it on a limb i love just men there are men in my life that i love you know i really love True. but holy shit they are the most sensitive fucking creatures i've ever met in my oh, entire yeah. life no yeah just oh absolutely <laughs> in my entire life um and it really does just like reflect in all sorts of ways um like for example um cardi b in the pandemic, whatever, this this doesn't even matter. She literally just no, tweeted, she literally just tweeted, Louis Vuitton came out with a new bag thinking about buying it. And everybody somehow, someway had to turn this into, oh, you're trashing on the poor. You got all this money and you're flexing. And it's like, dude, didn't, doesn't fucking Jeff Bezos like pose with Teslas and whatever? And y'all are just Damn. like, man. Look at this hardworking trillionaire who doesn't pay his employees enough money, but whatever. Oh, man, look at him and his accomplishments. Look at oh, him yeah. go. But Cardi B is just like, hey, guys, I'm thinking about getting a Louis Vuitton purse, and we're all just <laughs> going insane. We're going absolutely insane. Like, there's other things we can worry about, you know? There's other, no, there's absolutely. Of other things we can worry about. <laughs> so it, it just it, it seems like a really convenient way of shifting focus. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, her, her ability, and it, from what I know about her story, she worked her ass off, literally, to get to a point to where, where she is now. And yeah. Yeah, her, her saying, I can afford a Louis Vuitton, in my opinion, is no way, shape, or form a slap in the face to people who can't, but that's just where it is. We've turned it. And I, do I still have, yeah. So I still have my show notes from today. But like mm -hmm. one of the big things was, and your mom was, I, I'm still dying to get your mom <laughs> on my show again <laughs> to do this over, but he was naming the things that were stripping men of their masculinity. Mm -hmm. One of them was that America is systemically racist. Some way, somehow, that's stripping men of their masculinity. But again, number two was the big one. It was the, the Biden administration wants to make sure that we understand what gender equity is. Okay. And again, oh my so God. Some way, somehow, that just turns into fuck women. 
how how is it that me simply saying hey so women deserve equal rights so do men thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) equal oh my god holy shit guys that woman just said men are trash we don't matter as much as women do guys that woman just said like i that confuses me what you tell me me. now 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 i'm gonna sound like a therapist how does that make you feel how does that make <laughs> How does that make you feel? Yet, quite simply put, a woman standing up saying, "Yo, I'm just as good. Maybe I'm even better." Blah blah blah. How How does that make you, as a young woman, feel that, that, just, that basically that men are just fragile little bitches? <laughs> to where you saying I can do this is some way somehow a threat on someone else's masculinity. What is masculinity, baby girl? Shit. Masculinity is honestly masculinity yeah. can really be any anything. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, okay, I, I can show kind of like I, I can I can personally share kind of a bit of a personal story with this by a little means, bit. So I have so my boyfriend, um, he is a very I'm not gonna necessarily say that he's a feminine guy. He's kind of not. He's really not. But people think that he is because simply for the fact that he really likes to wear cowboy boots and bell bottoms. And okay. I would just like to say that like thirty something years ago that was considered like really masculine and like cool and everybody did it. Right. And so I'm gonna be honest, the concept of masculinity keeps changing with the time. Oh, yeah. so, like, no, now yeah. it's feminine and gay. Like he gets called feminine and gay and like all these like really horrible things at his job for like simply having long hair and wearing bell bottoms. And but like somehow, some way, like I guess now I don't even know what a masculine trend is now. I guess like exactly. telling I guess like telling rape jokes and saying you're gonna go fuck somebody's mom over Xbox. Oh, like that's God really bless. Like, Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's apparently really masculine now. And personally, I mean, hey, all right, I will take the bell bottoms, cowboy boots, and long hair. <laughs> oh oh yes. Yeah. So, um, but uh, like I just I don't know. And then like people will tell me sometimes that I'm like quote unquote masculine for a girl. Solely on the fact that I wear cargo pants and funky looking sweaters. Like, okay, leave my cargo pants and my funky looking sweaters alone. I look cool. Um, (laughs) You know, like, I just, I just, I feel like it just really does change with, I guess, whatever man at the time is, I don't know, I guess, like, in charge. Like, I don't, I really, I really... Mm. I just don't know. In my opinion, I don't think that there should be a solid definition of masculinity. I think masculinity is whatever you personally think that is. Like, I think my boyfriend is extremely masculine. He's, you know, he's a real charmer. He's a tough guy. I love him. And, you know, but other people are like, yeah, well, you're gay because you wear women's women's (laughs) pants. So, like, and they're not women's pants. Again, 30 years ago, wearing bell bottoms was cool. And, like, now it's a gay thing, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, uh, I I mentioned that in my podcast today, in that masculine to me is like spirituality. It's a term I don't like because it's so nebulous. I can ask 100 people what spirituality is. And They're going to take a hundred different answers. Exactly, two hundred different, and it's. It, 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 am I as the former linebacker? Am I just as masculine as 
the guy who dances to ballet, the guy who hates sports, the guy who does, you know, cross stitch. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're right. What is masculine? And I just, I think, and you tell me, it's whatever the fuck you want to define it as. It is. Uh, it really is. Yeah. And if your boyfriend feels masculine doing X, then that's masculine. And if that's a, a definition that you two can't agree upon because you both been great. But I just, I don't I know. Just, I don't, I don't I have don't, your vantage point. So it's just, it's weird to me to sit here and have this discussion on, you know, what is masculine, even though we don't get, or at least the definition that we do get, it seems to be real fucked up. Like, yeah, if you yeah. don't make rape jokes, if you don't, whatever. I, I, I don't know. You, you tell me. Like, I'm, okay, there's actually a YouTuber that I really, I, I like to watch him a lot as a kid. I haven't watched him really since, but his name is Idubs. And um, taking completely literally everything about his girlfriend out of context and his life out of context, um... So his girlfriend came out and was like, hey, guys, I'm going to start having an OnlyFans and doing sex work. And everybody freaked out. Everyone was like, oh, my God, Idubs is a cuck. He's letting his girlfriend do that. What a what a little bitch for watching his girlfriend. And it's like, dude, I what? 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 So by like, apparently in these men's mind, what being masculine is, is controlling your girlfriend and telling her what she can and can't do, which I personally, in my opinion, what two consenting adults do in their own household and want to do and live their lives is their business. That's their business. Exactly. Exactly. So I just, I didn't, I didn't see the hype of that apparently you know like just i i just i don't i don't get it like apparently controlling your girlfriend and what she does is considered masculine um if you sit there and are oh, un- if, if you as a man are uncomfortable by rape jokes you're considered like not mad like it's just it's so it's so weird like where where have we gone in society where this 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 is you tell me you tell me because again i'm old enough to be your dad as much as times have changed i wonder have they changed at all you know because that was that's my generation's bullshit it's literally women seen not heard sit cross-legged when i want a woman's opinion i'll give it to you and it's just it's barbaric it is still use terms well, it, it it's it's evolved, and I still remember the first two reporters who said, I, I will no longer, and it took them having kids to realize how messed up it is, but it was nothing, uh, trying to kill a fly, there was nothing for a sports <laughs> reporter once upon a time to say something like, oh, the New Orleans Saints, they raped the Falcons, oh, it was, they just bent them over the couch and shook and they're like, what? Yeah, no, <laughs> serious. In my generation, that's how we talk. And I still remember the first two guys who said, this is wrong. This is not okay. Let I, I, I can't tell you to stop, but no longer on my show or on my broadcast will you ever hear me refer to rape in, in that fashion. That's just fucked up. But it, 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 it is. It's totally fucked up. But my generation, and I had to separate myself from that because 
no one ever, it's not that I was taught that it was okay. I was never taught that it was wrong. So I yeah. had to deprogram that. So it almost makes it sound like it, for as much as things have changed, have they changed at all? It sounds like you're still having to deal with that crap. It, it is. And I'm going to, so actually on that topic. So I used to, um, yeah. when I was in a homeschool group a really long time ago, I was, uh, there were a lot of just like, there were a lot of like little kids in this homeschool group. So like, I didn't really like have anybody to hang out with. Um, right except for these three groups of boys and I would go and hang out with them. Um, one of the guys I ended up dating, um, you know, shout out to you Forrest, if you're still around, um, right. <laughs> and you never, you never answered my email buddy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's two years ago, but I'm still heard about it. Um, but anyway, so, um, I remember, like, they would say stuff like getting ear raped, which was a phrase Duh. back then that we would use when something was extremely loud and bothering your ears. You would say ear rape. Yeah. Um, I used to go to church groups, and a lot of the boys in the church would call me a hoe or um, oh, say that they're going to wow. pimp me. And I just kind of grew up hearing these terms and thinking, this is normal. This is what this is what we do. Oh, yeah. This is how we talk. And I think that it's really disturbing to know that just like, especially in today's terms, like now like girls who are 11 and 12 are now, you know, growing up hearing the word like thought and like thinking that's acceptable and okay to be called or, you know, hearing like a lot of like gamer girls are super internally misogynistic and it's, it's a little sad. It's like, it's really sad. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And now, you know, these 11, 12 year old girls are looking up to that and like thinking that's okay. And it's just, it's a constant cycle of like just men saying all this dumb shit and making it normal. Yeah. And we just need to get into a process of this isn't normal. Like it's not, it's not okay to say these types of things. It's really not. It was not okay for me at 11 and 12 years old to be told sure. these things and then told this is okay. This is what, this is, this is all right. Um, you know, so. I bullshit you not. Uh, <laughs> one, there was a lady at work and mm -hmm. she was very successful in a very male dominated industry. So for that, I give her props. But we've had this talk about Me Too and everything else. Yeah. And she was just one of those where it's like, I know I'm not going to reach this person. I, I'm not going to waste my energy. But when Me Too really first started taking off, it was, you know, well, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just walk out if he's going to jerk off or say, and it's like, well, you're, you're missing the whole power dynamic. So, and stuff like that. And I still remember her saying that, you know, guys would have pictures of centerfolds up and make lewd jokes and, you know, come just one inch short of slapping her ass. And in order to fit in, you had to go to the strip club with the guys and, she said, I basically was like, did I, she enjoy it? No, but I went through it and I ended up being okay. So, and I was like, wow, you can't oh hear goodness. what you just said. And it was like, you're basically saying, and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I went through this bullshit. So, so should you first exactly. saying, you know what, what I went through was fucked up. And instead of saying, eh, you know, just kind of, you know, roll with it you should stand up, but it's like, here's a woman saying, suck it up, roll with it. 
And that it's not like she's got that internalized misogyny. Because that that is literally the definition of internalized. Okay. Misogyny. Okay. All because right. All right. sitting there and being like, you know, oh well, things aren't hard for me, or oh, I went through that and it wasn't as bad. Like just because your experience was different doesn't mean that everybody else's experience was different. Like to the women who can go through abusive relationships and just leave and you know have that type of support and just be able to leave thankfully when i was in a kind of well actually was in a very abusive relationship i had support around me that was able to pull me out of that situation and i turned out okay um kind of not really but still (laughs) um but like if i if i hadn't then i'd probably end up as one of those like women on like fucking surviving r kelly who were just like Mm. trapped there just trapped could not Not for the life of them get out um so you know thank or or even just like sometimes you're just not able to recognize that you are being abused um that's a good one that's a good one for example in a lot of r kelly's um a lot of the women that he abused um aliyah for example she didn't know that that was a hundred percent not okay. That she had to get on live television and lie to everybody that she was eighteen and quote unquote legally changed her age and was being married to him. Like she did not know that was a hundred percent not normal and exactly. Not exactly. exactly. And That's a great point. That's a great. Let me hit you real fast. That's a phenomenal point. It. It. Well, I put that in the same realm as when I got my first wake up call, Mm -hmm. when, you know, you're making certain jokes about women, their anatomy. No one ever once told me. And that's why I I think all men, we all men, women, gay, straight, bi, we are all works in progress. No one is Mm -hmm. born with a complete slate of knowledge. But when I got pretty much my asshole ripped open by somebody, by my language, she said two things. This isn't you. I know Mm -hmm. you're not homophobic. I know you're not misogynistic, but your language betrays what's in your heart. And she and she spelled it out. And like I think I said earlier, it was holy shit. I didn't know I I wasn't. I had no idea. And and when you get that knowledge, it's one of two things. You fall on your sword, you admit you're wrong, and say, I'm a sack of shit, I'm going to work on it. Or you can say, bitch, go make me a sandwich. Exactly. I, I, I chose to say, holy shit, I didn't know I was wrong, but I am wrong. I, mm-hmm. I will work on this. And it sounds like the same thing. And it, like Women, it sounds like, aren't even aware of no, the some women they're doing to other women. Some women don't want to be aware. Like I'm gonna be honest. Um By all means. it is it is a it is a long tall tale of just some women just like okay, I'm gonna quote Heath Ledger here, okay, but I'm gonna flip it yeah. and say some women just wanna watch the world burn. And that's Oh true. yeah. That's very true. Some of Absolutely. them just wanna watch the world burn. And another great point. Another great point. Like, for example, what was her name? Jillian something. She was, uh, fuck. She was Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend. I think her name was Jillian. I don't remember. Anyway, 
she sat there and fully, fully knew that what. Oh, okay. I, I keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. She, she was fully aware of what Jeffrey was doing, like fully aware of it, fully knew that what he was doing was wrong. Um, and she did, she did junk shit about it. She was just like, okay, cool, fine. This is what we're doing. And she took part in it. Like she has just as much a part of that abuse as he does. Cause he helped, she helped recruit those girls. She organized for them to come to their houses you know, bribe them into hush money. Like she has just as much responsibility. As no question. I don't think that people want to recognize enough that women have just as much, a lot, some women have just as much responsibility in why sexism and all this discrimination is happening just as much as a lot of men do. Um, I can share another personal story about this. So By all um, means. I, used, I used to have a boss. Um, uh, at my current job that I work at, I won't say her name because I still have some slight respect for this woman, but, um, <laughs> she was a general manager. And, uh, so we had a meeting about, you know, just like, I don't know, just like work employee stuff and stuff about, um, being assaulted came up. Mm. And I was like, okay, so what is the code word for if I am being sexually harassed in my workplace? And all of the leaders looked at me as if I was crazy. Like, what? What? Sexual assault? That doesn't happen. Ha ha ha. Why would you even want to bring that up? And my general manager, I shit you not, she asked me, what did I even mean by that? And I told her, I said, I work in the fitting room for context. I have had men try to change in front of me. Grown-ass men who are there with their daughters, their wives, their girlfriends, their moms hit on me. Older men knowing full well that I am underage asking for my number. Like, just all types of shit. I've had men try and, like, grab at me as I'm trying to, like, just fold fucking clothes and do my job. And the part of the store that I'm in doesn't have any cameras. So, my boss straight up said to me with a straight face... Well, don't let that happen to you. And I was like, what? Excuse me? Don't let that happen to me? So by her excusing that behavior and not wanting to take action is the same thing as the men who assault me and do that type of stuff. Because she's just... I don't, I don't know what the phrase for this is. She's looking at it with apple eyes or whatever it's called. She's just not... She knows the problem's there, and she's choosing to ignore it. That's it. So okay, I I I, I need you to know something. There, there's mm-hmm. maybe there's a god after all. <laughs> I have a hard enough time on my job. Yeah. If you would have ever come home, if we lived that close to each other, and you said Uncle Robert, some dick slapping pervert tried to change into some fucking pants in front of me, you know, without, I, I, I would have hurt somebody <laughs> because to me, that is, and maybe it's what I do for a living. That is intentional. It, it's yeah. one thing to, it to is. hike your hip up to get your wallet, to pay for your pants and you rip a fart. That's that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an accident. You know, good and damn well, when you were standing in front of a little girl, 
and people are going to hear this and get mad that I called you a little girl. They can go fuck themselves. And when you stand in front of a little girl and you do that, that is intentional. One, that yeah. pisses me off. Two, what really pisses me off is that the people in charge of your safety shrugged it off. They were just like, yeah, oh, oh. you know, actually, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just say the company that I work for. I work for Old Navy and I will okay. openly just say that, that you guys suck at protecting <laughs> your employees. You, know, you suck at protecting your employees. And if I get fired I, for that, okay. But I'm you probably saying the wrong thing. I don't think I am. I agree with you because first and foremost, nothing changes during times of comfort. We only evolve when we're uncomfortable and maybe old Navy needs to hear, or maybe this particular branch or maybe this particular store needs to hear that they're doing this shit. Cause here's the thing. And this is coming from a professional's mouth. The first five times you overlook that bullshit. It's just that bullshit. It's the sixth and the seventh time when people realize they can literally get away with murder and assault. Yeah. That something's going to happen. And now they're going to act, reactively so this makes me mad <laughs> but you continue you be safe you be safe yeah you and be safe. i just i was so appalled now i don't really know 100 percent. i'm gonna be honest i um, knew for a fact that i was supposed to call corporate about this type of stuff but i just i a never got around to it b didn't really know what i was gonna tell them and c that general manager quit out of the blue so like before i could even take action and had all this evidence she quit so now it's irrelevant but so i don't really know 100 percent if that is old Navy's policy there, you know, to just not give a shit about their employees, wouldn't be surprised if that was, but I just really, my biggest statement, if the CEO ever listens, please, for the love of God, take better care of your employees. Like I really, I'm not even really mad that you guys don't pay me anything. I'm more mad about the fact that I could, that I have been sexually assaulted no. in that school and you guys have done nothing about it. And, and, and you should, and because you could always like, yeah. make more money, baby girl. But one thing that you can't do is erase memories. You cannot drink enough. You cannot smoke enough unless you have a concussion like I have. Those things are just going to stay. So you yeah. you be safe first and foremost. And you can always get another damn job that's going to pay you more money. But protecting your employees is first and foremost. That's that's the bottom line. That That's... God, it just makes me mad to hear that shit. But it just it, 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 it sounds like that that um that that misogyny. It, it really doesn't matter whether you squat or stand to pee. It sounds like we all suffer from it. <laughs> we do. Because yeah, I mean I mean, for the love of God, um I'm 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 gonna have to bring Kurt Cobain into this because he's such an icon. Means, he said it best. Means in the internalized misogyny of things and was just like you know when we teach kids about rape we always teach a woman how to protect herself we don't mm. ever teach men god rape. damn exactly. and i think i think that is where a lot of internal misogyny I've, I've seen a lot like i've just seen a lot of videos of women 
who want to make fun of rape victims and be like, well, did you do this? You should have shot him. Caitlin Bennett being the biggest example. She straight up was like, well, why didn't you carry a gun and shoot him? Like, when I'm being raped, the last thing I'm thinking about is, oh, I should shoot him. The thing I'm thinking about is, (laughs) oh my fucking God, what is going on right now? So For for the record, you and I are definitely on the same page. Caitlin Bennett on a great day is garbage she is a professional provocateur that is it and it's one thing that i tell the people who come to my class and i tell the people who kind of buck against what it is i am teaching it's everyone knows a rape survivor nobody seems to know a rapist like you ever notice that and it's It's kind of like racism. Racism is always someone else's problem. It always happens at someone else's school, someone else's fraternity or sorority. And -hmm. it's the same thing here. And I echo Kurt's uh, sentiment. Again, we all, we all know a rape survivor. But the one thing that nobody seems to know is a rapist. And do we really, though? Do we really, though? Because... Do we really what? Uh, do we really, though, not, quote-unquote, not know the rapist? Because I I will openly say this. I was raped by a man who was a quarterback in fucking high school. He was supposedly, you know, this great, big, tough guy that everybody loved. And, you know, he's out there li- living free, man. He is living free. Oh, yeah. He's living his best life. And... You know, to everybody else, he's like a great fucking guy. But would any, would anybody be shocked? Probably not. That like, this man took he took advantage of me and raped me and talked me into having sex with him multiple times yeah, and like. But you know, I think our problem is we don't want to know the rapist. We don't want to accept. There you go. That. We don't want to listen. To the young one. Listen to you are absolutely right. We know the victim we know the victims because or sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't. Because like I'm gonna be honest with you, I I did not feel comfortable talking about that stuff because I was afraid that I was going to be shamed. So in reality, we probably don't know as many rape victims as we know because a lot of victims are told just be quiet or you were overreacting or you're taking things out of context or this 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 is imaginary. So in reality, we do know rapists. We just don't want to admit that they are ones or even see that they are ones. It's just yeah. oh well, he just he just made a mistake. No, he didn't you make a mistake. He's a rapist. You're friends with you a rapist. Your son is a rapist. Me. Your grandpa's a rapist, your uncle's a rapist, whoever in your life who did something wrong like that, guess what? They are a rapist. Brilliant. Yeah, that's like um, Brock Turner. I think he was the Stanford athlete, came from a very well-to-do family. He just named the resume. He had it. And he raped someone behind uh, like a convenience store dumpster that and one of the things yeah and dude dude got off with literally a slap on the wrist <clears throat> excuse me and one of the reasons was do we really want to ruin this young man's life he's got all this stuff going for him 
He's smart. He's intelligent. He's got this phenomenal athletic career. You know, he's, he's going to do great things. And we literally gave that dude a slap on the wrist. There are people with traffic tickets serving <clears throat> a, a harder sentence for unpaid tickets than someone who was proven to, to uh, of raping somebody. And you're absolutely right. You're ap- we know the rapist. We know the we rapist. Don't, we, we don't do shit about it because n- name your reason. Name your reason. You, you fucking re- nailed it. The reason, I mean, the reason is everything with my guy in the instance. It's, oh, you know, he's such a, he's such a family man, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. And was, was he really though? Was, was he fucking really? Cause in my opinion, no, he wasn't. Um, and I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know that happened to me until it was explained until I had to explain the situation. And then somebody told me that is what happened to you. So that is another thing about rape victims too, is that we're women, when women are taught about sex, when actually, you know what I take it back when we're taught about sex as a young adolescence, we are just told the one simple fact of how the deed is done and that you do it with somebody that you love. And that's yep. it. When two people love each other, they, they have. An yep. Okay. So I thought that I loved this man. And that's what he did to me. And I thought that's what was going on until I was explained later. If you sat there and were like, I'm not sure about this. And he did it anyway. Guess what that was? Yeah. So. I mean, isn't know. that kind of the definition? Of, exactly. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, enthusiastic consent. Exactly. Right. And it's, yeah, it's got to, yeah, it was throwing my own shit. The first time I was called nigger, I was in kindergarten. It was by my teacher. Now, when you're a kid, you're of the mindset of if it happens once, it's good. If it happens 20 times, it's even better. My classmates heard what she called me, and I spent the entire day being called nigger. I was excited. I was hyped up. I was like, this is great. I'm a nigger. (laughs) I came home. Yeah, and I, but I was five, six, whatever yeah, age you are, like you're in kindergarten. And when I came home, I was so excited. I was like, you'll never guess what. And I told my family, and they told me. And I'm knocking on 50's door, and I will never forget what it felt like to have my nutsack fall into, my heart fall into my nutsack the way that it did. Because <laughs> I was like, it's like, it, it hit me. It was like, what must a six-year-old do to make a grown-up hate them so much? But my point is, I didn't know. And I exactly. reveled in it. I reveled in it. I was like, this is great. I'm a... And so it's the same thing. You were Jedi mind-tricked into doing certain acts. But no one... You, you weren't even aware that this... this it sound, And correct me if I'm wrong, please... I insist you correct me, but it's, you weren't even at the point to realize you had the option to say no, or this isn't okay. Okay. So he took advantage of that. And it's, and that's even worse in my opinion, because again, here you are that it get true power. If you're a martial artist, 
I've said it before. It, it's not being able to kick everyone's ass in doing it. It's knowing you can kick everyone's ass and buying them a drink instead. Exactly. When you've got that kind of juice and you're sitting there with someone that young and that emotionally uneducated, your job is to look after them, not to take advantage of them. And it's just exactly. it, you were taken advantage of. Ow. And as as much as like that was sad, I mean, this isn't the case for a lot of people who are survivors of that, but I'm at least able to say that I learned from that situation. It was a really okay. awful thing to go through, but I'm, I was able to learn from it and realize what that was and what, what, like how, how to make sure that doesn't happen again is basically what. I'm, I'm getting out here. How to make sure that's not going to happen again. And, you know, it kind of did happen again after that. Uh, I met another guy who, the name I'm not going to cover up for privacy. Um, his name Your is show. Justin. His name is Justin. Okay. I'm going to fully say that out loud. Um, he was the guy, Nosferatu, my ex-boyfriend, who straight up did just like emotionally and was getting Jesus on. Jesus Christ. And he knew fully, fully well how extremely naive I was and that, you know, that I, you know, went through all of these things and I really still just don't know what my balance between good and bad is. And he took advantage of that pretty well. Um, So, but, you know, I like to think that, I guess, you know, time heals all wounds and even though i'm not completely over that i have a really great supportive boyfriend who you know is is willing to talk to me about that stuff and is you know let like the first time we even kissed he straight up asked me is it okay if i do that like are you good on him good on him which okay like when we did have our first kiss i like kind of like leaned in close to him but it wasn't to like try and kiss him it was because because he was talking and I, I just wanted to look at him as he talked and he just kind of like closed his eyes and like leaned his head in towards me i was like oh is this what we're doing okay and then he was just like oh shit i'm sorry if you didn't want to do that i'm i'm sorry was that okay and i was like yeah that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, you yeah. know what? I already don't hate this guy. I already don't hate this guy. I'm so, like, well, look here, baby girl. We're, like I said, I've, I've learned the hard way with your mom and my <laughs> best friend. So, yeah, and you're right. I'm looking at the clock, and we're at 46. So we we're going we're gonna to do a part two because your, your voice is too valuable. Okay. Are we doing the part two today? Are we doing it no, now? I, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this, and we're gonna okay. do it another day. And you you tell me, you know what's going on in my personal life. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, if I say tomorrow and it's like, yeah, it's great, then I get a phone call and I may be crying all afternoon. But okay. let's. Uh, you you want to say anything at the end of it? Um. Fuck Texas. Fuck Texas. All women <laughs> who live in Texas, get out of Texas, come to Missouri. Let's start a woman-only cult. Let's go down to... Uh, let, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go down to Stockton. All right? Let's raid the rednecks and start an all-woman an all woman cult. And let's just stay there. No men allowed. No men allowed. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would not oppose that at all. And real fast, before we sign off, there was... Uh, when Wonder Woman 
the very first one came out. There's mm. a theater in town that had an all woman's viewing. Women, their sisters, their daughters, you their mothers. You me about this. Yeah. And I was like, that is a great idea. Just have a hundred women in a room, women power. This sounds great. And I'll be good goddamn if they were protests and complaints that this is anti-male. And I'm like, how small is your emotional dick right now? <laughs> you, you took a movie about women empowerment and you took it as a slight against men. I want I you to would, know, as a man, I'm totally embarrassed to be one right now. I would petition personally a just a theater in every state to for just only women to go to, you know? Because... Like, just, just a lot of shit happens at movie theaters um, that just aren't appropriate, you know? Like, and you know, and this I just is a conversation one that we great. need to have. Because I've <laughs> had this conversation about, so I go to Gold's Gym, and mm-hmm. there's a portion of Gold's that's called Lady Gold's. And it's mm-hmm. a gym within a gym. No boys are allowed. And if a woman wants to go in there and do whatever she wants, she can. And I remember there were guys who were like, you know, why isn't there a, a, a man's gold? And it's like, because you don't have to sit there and worry about exactly. taking, doing your workout and some man yep. behind you filming you. Like you, exactly. you don't have to worry about that. You don't, you, you don't. You know what this is like? This is like the complaints about why isn't there a white history month? Or shit like that. Like, you know, instead of asking, why isn't there a white history month? Maybe you should ask, what have white people endured to earn one? And so when guys are like, well, why isn't there a, a, a guy's gold's gym? And it's like, how many times have you been slapped in the ass? How many times have you been hit on? How many times have women come and given you an unsolicited fitness advice? But when you can show me that, then you can have this discussion. Same you know what? Thing here. I I will say I will say this to end us off. By all means. Men, By all means. men, if you want to know why we have an all women's gym, why we have a women's history month, why we have women's bars, I want you to ask yourself, what did you do? What did this to make it so we had to do this type of stuff? What made it so what made society so dangering to women that we had to do this stuff? What made society make women feel so less in power that we have to have an entire month just dedicated begging you to see the amazing things that we've accomplished? So ask yourself that before you ask me why we don't have a men's history month and why we don't have men's only bars. Ask yourself what you did to make this happen. Okay, I you know what? I can't follow that. That is the words coming out of the mouth of a babe. I love this kid. We are doing <laughs> another show. I'm gonna sign off with her and I'm gonna call her on her number and say goodnight to my little one. But gang, write down what this kid just fucking said. You get you you are never too old to get a lesson. So Baby girl, that was fantastic. Your uncle's going to hang up on you here. And I'm going to call you on your number. I'm going to say goodnight to you. Gang, All right. I love this kid. 
I'm going to sign off. I'll see y'all next time. Bye. All right. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth. Let's go. Jim and Truth, yeah.